So thank you all for attending. Um, my name's Alfie Wattam from Hayes Digital and Technology Recruitment in London. And um, I'm joined by Jamie Walker, um, another manager um, in the business. Uh, say hi, Jamie. Hi there. I manage the, the network infrastructure team at Hayes. So we're doing this call today um, all about the, the world of work post-COVID-19. So we, we're speaking to a few digital and technology leaders um, across London um, to get their views, their insights, their, their opinions and their ideas into what's going to happen with working from home, remote working, and the situation post um, everything that's going on and um, to really get some insights and ideas into, into what's happening. Now, we're doing this in a, a roundtable uh, tech panel discussion format where we're going to be asking five simple questions. Then our four guest speakers are going to take it in turns, basically, to um, give a, a one to two minute answer. And then that way you get a range of different opinions and ideas from the different expert um, speakers uh, that we've got involved. Um, so look, let, let's kick it off. Um, Jamie's going to ask the first question and then um, order by order, um, we're going to go through the speakers. What, what I'd recommend as well is when you're giving your first answer um, for the speakers, maybe just sort of spend 10 to 20 seconds just giving a little bit of information about yourself um, to give some context to, to people in the chat. Um, I'll pass it over to Jamie and uh, kick it off. Great stuff. Okay, question number one. So we've got all been working at home um, these last few months. What technologies and different tools and platforms have you found most helpful with working remotely? Uh, Raquel, would you like to answer first? Yeah, uh, I can go first. Can you hear me okay, guys? Yes, yeah, we can. Good. Uh, so, a uh, brief introduction about myself. My name is Raquel Silva. Uh, funny accent comes because I'm Portuguese and I live in London from the last eight years. Uh, uh, I am an Agile coach for JP Morgan Chase. And uh, besides that, I'm also a certified team coach from Scrum Alliance and an IC Agile instructor. So keeps me busy during these times. Uh, so uh, the question is about tools, technology platforms. I will not, uh, since I'm the first one on this, I'm not being stretching it. Otherwise, I, I take a bit of the technology out. So for me, the most important ones uh, that I use personally is Zoom, Miro, uh, and any other tools that I can put my hands off that allows us to, um, to interact in a better way. Because most of the, the my work is facilitation and training. Uh, and if I don't have uh, uh, good tools, I need to invest a bit in a better microphone, better setup at home, so I can actually perform my job there better. But is uh, and then there is things that I never really get even working from home, like paper stuff, pen and paper to do schematics, get people to think, give them time. So, yeah, I think is for me is a mix between what you can do in a technology and the, the techniques you use as a person to get the things going. Yep. Uh, can you hear me OK? Yep. Yeah, so hello everyone. I'm Shalini uh, and I'm working as a Scrum Master for Irish Software Group uh, based in Slough. Uh, so I'm a certified Scrum Master too uh, from Scrum Alliance Board. Uh, so to the question uh, regarding the tools and technologies, 
uh, as I was saying, like I'm a Scrum Master, so I used uh, many online uh, visual collaboration tools for my facilitation. So first, let's talk about uh, retrospectives. That is one key thing uh, which is unavoidable in Scrum and is a very important uh, event in Scrum. So for that, I use uh, like Recruitment Cell, uh, I use Mural, which is one, one of my most favorite tool. And there is another tool called Miro. Uh, I think it's web whiteboard, which was earlier known as, but that has been termed, uh, known as Miro now. Another one of my favorite tools is fund retrospectives. So if you go to fundretrospectives.com, you can see that you can uh, do many of your retrospectives using various themes. So fund retrospectives are my third favorite. And uh, I will tell one more because I don't want to kind of, maybe others might be telling. So I just go for one more tool uh, for retrospective is go reflect. That is another one of my favorite tools. Uh, for meetings, we use uh, Slack, Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, WebEx. That is uh, four of my favorite tools for meetings. Uh, for file sharing, we use uh, Google Docs and Dropbox for file sharing. Uh, for our work on a day-to-day -day basis to track our work, we use uh, Jira and Trello uh, for our work tracking. Uh, then uh, being in Agile, being in Scrum, uh, pair programming is one of the key things which we do in our team. Uh, so for that, we use uh, Microsoft Visual Studio for live code sharing. That is one of our most favorite tools for pair programming. Mm -hmm. So yes, these are the most favorite to, uh, favorite tools of me and uh, which we use in Iris software. That's it. Uh, Russ. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Russ Shaw. I'm the founder of Tech London Advocates and Global Tech Advocates. These are communities of tech leaders, experts, investors, all coming together as volunteers to support their local and regional tech ecosystems. Um, in terms of the platforms that we're using, uh, I think the question should be which platform aren't we using? I mean, obviously we're on Teams at the moment. There's Zoom, there's Google Hangouts, uh, Amazon Chime, uh, WebEx, Skype for Business. Um, I think part of the challenge I personally face is just getting used to the different interfaces from the various platforms. But um, I think three months in lockdown now and I feel like I've become an expert. Other platforms that, that um, I'm using include Slack, include WhatsApp, and I do interface with uh, uh, advocates in China a fair bit, so everything is done on WeChat. Right, sounds. Uh, now, Mam, you next. You're on um, mute. I think still you're on mute. Uh, now, man, you might be on, on mute. Maybe just um, unmute yourself and then and then go for it. Cool. Hey, well, whilst we're waiting for that um, to to happen, um, a few people have posted some of their favourite uh, technologies in the chat and um, that they like to use. Uh, feel free to do that also, just so we're sharing ideas and um, everybody can sort of jump in and and uh, take them for their teams as well. Uh, Nauman, have you unmuted? I've, I've, uh, Can you hear me mute? now? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, there we are. Well, thank Suspense. you very much. Yeah. Sorry, I'm using another app. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, my name is Noman Malik. I work for Fujitsu. Um, I'm in delivery side of world. Um, uh, done uh, some agile Prince 2 under certification. Uh, my most of the time at the moment is delivering uh, um, with a financial regulator at the moment. 
and uh, we interact with uh, uh, supporting the frontline staff as well. Yeah. So the, in terms of tools, what we use, um, uh, we are using all the available technologies, as my colleague mentioned earlier. Uh, most of them, as we are using Microsoft Teams, Zoom, Skype. Yeah. And also there are, you know, for delivering projects, we are using Krelo, ServiceNow, and uh, internal managed tool as well. Yeah, and uh, in addition to this, we are also keeping an eye and also part of the uh, rollouts with the immersive technology where we interact uh, in using the AR, VR technologies to see how uh, we can uh, interact with our customer in a more interactive or more personal uh, level. Yeah, so these are the tools and technologies and uh, with the changing world COVID. Thank you. Wicked. All right, well, thank you all. Um, that was really helpful. Um, so the next question's all about um, agile teams and agile environments. So look, can you all speak briefly, please, about the the importance of having an agile tech team, um, you know, given what has been demanded of most people over the last couple of months um, with working from home? Um, same format, um, Raquel, do you want to kick that off? Yeah, uh, I think the benefit of having an agile team is usually agile teams don't work silo. They are very used to work in collaboration. Uh, in my case, the struggle was they were missing. They, they, everybody loves to work from home every once in a while, but the problem was the teams were missing that physical contact that uh, touched the shoulder of the colleague next to them. Uh, and we adopted in the beginning a bit of... Um, uh, get in touch more times with them. Uh, so get sure they were having what they need. They were not. The loneliness was uh, was one of the the most important uh, things that we need to overcome because that lack of human contact and just seeing everybody over a little window like this was very, very difficult for my teams. Um, support from each other, get them to talk outside of any work context uh, and just uh, be truthful. And uh, some of the teams were a bit more open uh, about talking their feelings uh, and that having a team or someone that talk their feelings first surely helped the others to come uh, close to it, talk their feelings, what they were uh, facing at the time. So the the fact of the the need for collaboration and the need for constant interacting with the rest of the team, I think, is one of the most important things in having a tech, an agile tech team, working together at this point in time. At least, on my opinion. Absolutely. I'd probably second that and also second what Sasha just posted in the, in the chat in that we need more than just the tech teams to stay agile. You know, the whole business and organisation needs to do so. So completely agree with that comment. Uh, keep them coming. Um, Shalini, do you want to jump in and, and give you two cents? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I completely agree with uh, you and Ericol on that. Today, uh, we are living in a very fast-paced world, right? And companies are facing a lot of challenges, uh, whether being, uh, you know, the competition market or the ongoing demand from the customers uh, and economic crisis. A lot of challenges companies are facing, isn't it? Uh, so if you look into the traditional way where everything was very structured, very rigid, uh, you know, there was not active collaboration between uh, various layers. But if you look into today's environment where when we work in Agile, it's all about uh, collaboration from um, various teams, whether you talk about product team, UX, 
sales, marketing, we all work in a very cross-functional manner and share our skill set and experience. That is the beauty of Agile. Agile prepares people to be ready for change. It, it prepares people to be adaptable, to be flexible. So I think this is the key benefit of Agile over the traditional ways of working, I would say. Perfect, 100%. Okay, um, Russ, do you want to jump in and give you yeah. your ideas? Just, just a, another dimension in building on what Shalini and Raquel have been talking about. Um, what I've been finding is that uh, tech teams, agile tech teams, engineering organizations, etc., tend to have experience working remotely or in, in, in a distributed environment versus many other parts of the traditional organization. And in the companies that I'm speaking to who had to suddenly lift and shift to be working from an office environment, to a remote environment, turn to their technology and engineering teams, turn to those teams that were using Agile and said, can you help coach and advise these other parts of the organization that are less familiar in this distributed working environment, this remote working environment, share your lessons learned, your best practices, tell them what you've gotten wrong so that they can start to feel more comfortable in this way of working much more quickly. Okay, excellent. Um, and uh, Nauman, do you want to uh, finish us off? Yeah, uh, as uh, our colleague mentioned, you know, we, uh, we are in a changing world. Yeah, so it's all unprecedented and uh, train. And the only way to cope in a changing environment is to uh, agile. Yeah, so these are the tools and techniques which enable us to cater and uh, focus on what is the priority at the moment. Yeah, so whole lift and shift, you know, the, how the world is moved down. So we are focusing on what is the priority at the moment, what is the demand, MVP, you're aware of minimum viable products and things, yeah. However, we got challenges as well, yeah, to work collaboratively. Previously, we are working with the team on sites and uh, these are remote teams as well, but now everyone is working from home. You have other sort of challenge and uh, yeah, but we are quickly adapting to that changing world. So the key thing, you know, embrace the technology, embrace the change and try to use uh, CS, uh, that is common sense, uh, in uh, in in uh, you know when you're adapting to the new world and this way we can by working together we can support each other and uh, move forward and uh, also helping our customer and at the overall at the you know the more economic and uh, social economic and political we can work together uh, in uh, and move forward. Wicked. All right. Well, I'll pass it off to to Jamie um, for the next question. So after the coronavirus. I think you're breaking a bit. Uh, it's like, are we willing to take a working permanent role from home? Was that the question, right? Yes, yeah, after the period is over, um, in regards to working from home, are you willing to make it a permanent option or even like a, a mixed week? So work from home two or three days a week. What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't know. Uh, shall I go first? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the things that my team and myself will be talking about is if this goes longer, what, what will be the likely scenario? I do believe that we, we are now getting to a kind of a balance working from home. So one of the things that we consider 
as a team if because we don't know how long this will gonna take or uh, if we ever going back to normal is as possible get together in person to do some team building activities some workshops in person uh just as if we can go point we'll talk all together in the office and do something together but that is but working from home at this point in time is kind of a given for technology uh, no one knows when we're gonna get back so we are most likely on the mindset of keep this going uh and don't but most there is many people that they say they are way more productive now because they don't need to spend two hours on commute they don't need to is is economic because they don't need to spend all that money as well uh and uh with uh, the the arrangements people been doing is most likely uh to have a balance between a mixed role then actually uh, stay work uh, work uh, from home forever but it was kind of a malice this is my view and my team's view in our discussions uh, I think there is a disturbance in the line, um, Alfie and Jamie. Yeah, uh, I think somebody's talking a little bit in the background. Um, if if you know who you are, just make sure you're on mute, please. Um, but yeah, uh, go go ahead, Shalini. Yeah, sure. So I think um, uh, if you talk about Iris Software Group, uh, we are taking an initiative from the HR team uh, where we are giving an option to the employees whether you'd like to continue uh, working from home on a permanent basis. I think it was, um, I do not know what the end result would be, but if you ask me as a manager of a team, I'm more than happy for my team members to kind of work from home on a daily basis, even after the COVID-19 situation. Because what I noticed is that in the past three months, I haven't found any challenges in achieving our spring goals or on our day-to-day -day ceremonies or anything like that. We we were delivering the product on time as required, you know, and we are making our customers happy. So I'm not facing any challenges so far for the past three months. So I'm more than happy for my all the team members to continue working from home. Uh, and the end result will be there'll be, uh, you know, company's final decision will be played, but I'm just talking about me, my personal opinion and my uh, team's uh, opinion. However, uh, my suggestion would be in future, if there is a team, half the team members are working from home and half the team members are working from home office, then I would highly encourage to continue the, uh, you know, collaboration in a virtual way because we do not want to make the people who are working from home feel left out. So my recommendation to be if you are in a team where half the team members are working from home and half the team members are working from office, please do continue to be, you know, have that virtual collaboration so that people do not feel left out. That would be one point for me. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, Ross, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, I think the, the many companies I'm speaking to echo the sentiments that have been shared. Um, I don't think we're going back to full-time working in offices um, anytime soon or potentially forever. Um, some companies have discovered that their workforces are much more productive working from home. They're happy to have people come into the office half the week, work from home half the week. I think each office, each organization is going to have to work out its own parameters on how to how to achieve that. One of the decisions that I think will that will need to be made by management teams of companies is the trade off between the investment in office space and real estate versus the investment that needs to go in technology to support more remote working, whether it's through platforms like Teams, whether it's through laptops at home, 
home printing devices, you name it. So that is one of the discussions that many companies are looking at. And I think most of them are saying, we're gonna have to shift more investment into our IT infrastructure and less investment into our office space. Good, good, good. Uh, I think you might be on mute again. Um, just for those that have joined a little bit late, okay. um, there will be a recording yeah. of this sent around, so uh, no need to worry if you've missed anything so far. Yeah, uh, sorry, it's auto-muted, yeah, okay. So personally, I would like to be in front of customer where we interact with customer and solve day-to-day -day problems. It's more quicker, faster, with the support of our offshore teams, yeah, uh, within UK outside and globally, yeah. However, in a COVID environment, it's special, you know, it's a very unprecedented timescale, and we are re-baselining the normal. So we need to adapt ourselves, you know, we need to look for, reach out to the people, and every person have a different circumstances, families, they have got individual challenges and other other things. So we need to look at on case by case basis and adopt ourselves and try to reach out to the people uh, and try to understand and work closely rubbing their shoulder, give them a call and use the, you know, the other uh, important area we should be focusing and all the technology companies are focusing is the immersive and AVR and uh, as I mentioned previously. So that's the area, that's a, that's the area we should be uh, focusing on and uh, with the avatars we are moving there, you know, virtual realities and stuff. So we have a personal touch on uh, on things. But uh, as uh, all the panels, yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we are, we are witnessing the world has changed and we need to uh, you know move forward in the changing in the changing world we're adopting ourselves and companies you know like uh, they are you know uh, most likely to close down their offices because now they see the value of it and uh, you know working with the government sector previously there is there isn't a much appreciation of working from uh, from home but now they they have no option but to go for it and now they are seeing the benefit of it so the industry is no doubt is going to change and uh, we have to adopt ourselves according to the changing environment yeah, thank you very very good points okay well look, next question um look when it comes to productivity some people would argue that they are more productive in the office some people would say at home it's really a, a mixed debate um so like i'd be keen to hear everybody's thoughts and ideas on um, any advice that they would give um to people to make sure that they are staying productive when working from home um, now, obviously, if, if you believe um, that um, working from home even makes you more productive, then feel free to talk about that as well. But let's just get some general um, productivity tips and ideas um, around uh, the current climate. Um, so, uh, Raquel, do you want to kick us off? Can you hear me okay? Yep, go for it. Good. Um, so one of the, the most important things that I've been learning on my personal expense is the balance uh, because in the office we do have like every five minutes to go between a meeting and the other we go kitchen we come back and when we are working from home uh, if we book all our meetings from uh, on the top of the hour 
to uh, it's like always no one has time to stretch legs no one's time to even have a bit of a balance in there so one of the things that i learned was that i have no commute time i have i can uh, actually use the time that i would be going in the commute and the time that i was coming back home so use that time to actually be productive and spice my day out so I have time to do some uh, exercise, keep a routine. Uh, I'm working from home, but I'm I'm in my space office and I'm here working. I need regular breaks. Um, and this is something that was my own experience and share it and learn from others as well. Because in the beginning was the, the awkward thing that uh, I, I was feeling exhausted after two weeks uh completely exhausted and uh, with adaptation and having listening with others is listening with other other people are doing then we do now we do many times one thing there is we start the minute the meeting like five minutes after uh at five after and we tend to end like five minutes early so everybody gets a break if they have back to back so no one needs to be seated there or getting late during during the meeting so that was kind of the um, a few things that to, we actually did. Cool. All right, Wicked. And um, a few people in the chat, um, Raquel, are seconding your, your thoughts as well. Um, Peter mentioned um, some really good ideas around, um, obviously, if you think about the environmental impact, you know, um, less cars on the road, better for the environment, um, and obviously less time stuck in traffic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, cool. Um, Cellini, do you want to um, share your ideas around this? Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree to all the requests point. Uh, one thing to kind of uh, remember is that uh, there is this kind of misunderstanding, I would say, if you're working from home, you're not productive. I think it's it's not mainly maybe from the managers, you as employees itself feel that, oh, I'm working from home, maybe it might look like I'm not productive. I think first we have to kind of get rid of that uh, misunderstanding or myth and convince ourselves or, uh, you know, trust ourselves that we are productive whether we are working from office or home. And one key challenge I would say, uh, if you are working from home, um, as Rickle was pointing out earlier, you kind of lose that human touch you know, uh, and in this kind of situation, it is unavoidable. So to make things better, uh, yes, we have regular sprint meetings, uh, scrum ceremonies and all those things, but uh, try to have a virtual coffee. So for instance, in our team, we have at least once in a week or um, uh, uh, once in two weeks, we have virtual coffee sessions with our team uh, or maybe lunch together, lunch, uh, virtual lunches together. So these are like time with your team, not the regular meetings or scrum ceremonies. So take time, be actively, uh, participating in the group discussions. Don't uh, silo yourself from others. Be with others, participate in the group dis uh, discussions and be collaborative because this is the time where you need that uh, emotional touch from everybody. So that is my uh, key suggestions. And don't worry, you are productive as much as others are. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Russ? Yeah, I would say to employees that it's important to articulate what your boundaries are in terms of when you're planning to work and, and to communicate that to your colleagues and, and your teams. Um, a number of people I've spoken to over the past few months have found that their days have been getting longer and longer because people just assume and know that you're at home and you're working at home. So whether it's you know a call at four in the afternoon or maybe seven in the evening, those, those days are getting longer for people. So I think it's important, especially if you're working in a 
in a team environment to, to, to let your colleagues know when you're on, when you're off, when you're available, um, and, and that they have a clear understanding of that. Yeah, good point. Good. Um, and uh, and Nauman, do you want to finish yourself? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as my colleague all mentioned, yeah, the important thing is the right tools available to you and you're familiar yourself with that. Yeah, so you're comfortable with the environment. Do regular breaks. Yeah, that's a key thing. Yeah. So even, you know, sit back, take a breath, have some stretches and stuff would, would also useful. And I'm surprised we our, our company have arranged few sessions, health and safety, and we invited the guest speaker and they give a tips and tricks, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes breaks, take, you know, 2020 rules and things like that and try to be incorporated in our in our in our life. Yeah. So one of our clients, you know, we are working with there's a health and safety emphasis. Every start of meeting is a health and safety minute. So over there, this is this is the team. This is the techniques we use in our meeting start. What is the what is the things you learned about health and safety? What is the uh, you know uh, improvement you can make any observations or any uh, you know, uh, reflections where we can put and help other people. And uh, while working remotely, there are no boundaries. You know, people do understand with the cross-functional team, uh, with the different uh, time scales, time zones. So there's another challenge. You know, so how we how we overcome that is working, telling them your time scales and try to uh, you know retrain <laughs> the things. It's it's a bit education thingy, but the people recognize that and try to uh, you know come into the similar similar time zones where it's comfortable for each other and uh, other thing is you being a being a social animal uh, we can't rule out you know personal interactions and stuff yeah so you know even though you're working from home try to set up some uh, you know sessions with our team you know coffee sessions there's a you know um, other weekly meeting or fortnight or monthly you can yeah. uh, you know agree in you know some place they are keeping the the SOPs in place and try to work together and uh, hopefully we are enjoying and uh, we move forward uh, with the with the with the changing and uh, emerging things as coming along our way. Thank you. Okay. All right, Jamie, do you want to um, wrap us up with the last question? So final question. Um, what advice would you give to managers when trying to lead teams remotely? And, okay. uh, yeah, uh, I my own. I, you can give them a ton of things, but I think the most important thing that if I could say to a manager is remember that you're still human and the people you work <laughs> with are human and you need yeah. to take care of them as human. So care for, uh, care for as you can probably see more into their lives that you used to see before. Just keep remember that we are all human uh, and keep that uh, that personal touch with everybody, make people feel welcome uh, because there is enough the physical distance to everybody to make people feel lonely. So if you can feel someone that actually listens to you in a very deeply way and is curious about you and really deeply cares, that will make all the difference uh, with the manager. Uh, this is I, I can go on forever, but I think everybody has a say on this. But for me, it's the most important thing is the human side. So basically, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So with uh, like other answers, I kind of <laughs> completely agree to recall for this with this one too. Uh, so that is one key thing, right? The human side. And another thing is that uh, for me, I would kind of say, uh, please avoid micromanaging your employees. Uh, if you can get rid of that, that's absolutely brilliant. You know, trust your employees. Um, and if at all you have something, have an open communication with them, you know, like uh, and respect their personal needs and demands, uh, respect that feelings. Um, yeah, I, I would always think that for a manager, emotional intelligence is very, very key. So um, help them, coach them, mentor them rather than micromanaging them. That would be my key advice. Yeah, I would I would build on that and say for for the manager, um, she or he should really have one to one discussions with with each employee on the team. Some of those employees will love working from home at the moment. Some of those employees will not like it at all. So I think an informed manager is really important when dealing one on one, but as part of the team environment to know, well, you know, these three employees I know are loving this setup. These four just don't like it at all. They're in a cramped room and a cramped flat. And just to really be mindful of the employees' environments that they're working in. And having that understanding, I think, is one point. And the second point, just picking up from people I'm speaking to, one manager I spoke to literally had just kind of an open call, 30 minutes with the entire team on the call every day. And initially, people were hesitant and reluctant. But over time, people found like that was the one part of the day where the entire team could come together, chat with each other, connect with each other, and they've actually valued that. So much so that later this week, uh, they're going to meet in a park in London and socially distance themselves, but actually have some physical time together because they knew that that was something that was missing and the managers organized that. Right, yeah. Uh, now yeah, um, as uh, uh, everyone suggested, it's a very, very uh, good suggestion. Uh, we, we need to see how how we are moving and progressing with the robotics and artificial intelligence AI on the horizon. We, you know, and the the, the the industry we are worked in, so we are up against that challenge. So how we overcome that and how we have a win-win situation with the economic right economics and other challenges, uh, you know, uh, to to address. Yeah. So there is a human element, yeah. So human, yeah, as a human, we need to understand the environment each person is in, yeah. You know, for example, uh, a, a person with a family, you know, is a different uh, or to get, uh, gather different uh, set of needs. So we have to reach out to the people and be supportive to them. Yeah, we, we understand this. If it's comfortable, yeah, that's absolutely fine. And I think there's a culture. I see a shift in the people. Previously, we we thought about the background. Now, now we don't. <laughs> we say, yeah, we live in a human. We got a kids. You know, they pop up. Yeah, in the screens and stuff. And yeah, so this is the thing which we need to be uh, mindful of and support people, giving them some extra space or if they need some breakouts or if you know, I totally agree. No micromanagement and also see some sort of timings. For example, uh, agree a time that is comfortable for for everyone the other things you know we got a feedback from people normally we have a break times yeah 12 o'clock or 1 30 yeah so it's between that now people try to book everything <laughs> between that time yeah so every of the corporate sessions and these things they, they made this you know meeting at that time uh, understand there is a uh, economics and you know we need to be mindful of uh, getting revenues and all these things but you need to look for time that is uh, not their personal time. <laughs> so these are the things which would help and encourage people 
to be best in their work and uh, we, so that we can get the outstanding results here. Yeah. Thank you. Wicked. Well, I think that wraps us up. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you to, to the four speakers for, um, for helping with this and giving their insights and ideas. Um, I certainly you know, got a lot out of it and hopefully the attendees did as well. Um, there's a hashtag starting in the chat of sofa sessions. Um, so I think somebody mentioned that in the chat based on your comment, uh, Russ. So I think you started something. Um, so thank you all for, um, for participating and to the attendees. Um, now, if you are a candidate looking for an IT job and you might have been affected due to COVID, and then I'm going to post in the chat um, our contact details and feel free to, to get in touch. And on the other hand of the coin, if you are a company looking to recruit um, in the tech and digital space, um, despite what's going on, and then please reach out and we're more than happy to put you in touch with people that are looking uh, for new roles themselves. Um, so once again, thank you very much for, for joining and um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.